Welcome back to the EV Diaries, your place for EVs in rural America. I'm Ben. And I'm Brent. All right. So um, this episode, if uh, anybody has noticed, we did not publish Friday like we typically try to. And it wasn't a problem with getting it scheduled because we actually did record. And um, I really should learn how to read. (laughs) Or comprehend. No, gla- no glancing. That, that's like, yeah. That's, that's what I uh, do sometimes. I do a glance. I, I was ill prepared, and we had a, a great conversation. And I guess we should start a Patreon so that people yeah. can get all the yeah all the flubs if you can believe that we make mistakes. <laughs> but um, anyway, what wound up happening was uh, I missed the in total or the the total premise of the entire article. Um, and you'll see what we we're going to talk about here in a minute. And even though the discussion was good, yeah, by the time it got done, I was just like, man, I really messed that <laughs> up. I I mean, when I went back and and listened to it, it was like I said, great discussion, but it was yeah. But we're just two guys talking. That's all we are, and, and that's basically what that episode was. But one of us was talking out of his ass. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, and it wasn't brilliant. So no, oh, just not this time though. That can happen to you know. Well, that's uh, the best of us. If you listen to my wife, I do that quite often. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, getting to this, um, we were actually talking about an article that was in the uh, the Guardian, which is. UK newspaper, obviously. Yeah. Um, and it was the headline reads, and this is uh, Dateline May 7th of 2023. So this is fairly new. We've recorded the original episode on the 12th, and this is now the 16th. So, um, so this is uh, bylines James Titcomb, and the the headline reads thousands of electric car chargers pulled from UK roads after energy price surge. Okay. So the basics of the, um, of the story and Brent, please correct me (laughs) if I get this wrong. Right. Um, uh, there is a, uh, um, service station, not a service station, grocery store, grocery store chain, Tesco, which has went in and installed infrastructure uh, at their stores, and it is free charging for EV drivers. Uh, apparently, they have discovered that, man, this is costing an arm and a leg, and they are backing off from uh, just over 5,700 chargers to just over 3,500 chargers. It's about a 40% decrease. Yeah. Basically, I thought in the original episode that we recorded, my, my understanding is was the government was backing it off and the government was providing free chargers. Right. And, uh, but no, it's this grocery store. Yeah. So the discussion we started and the discussion we're going to continue here is um, how much does the government need to be involved? How much does private businesses need to be involved? Right. And... Um, is this free charging 
really feasible. Um, so I'm going to start off by saying, you know, Tesco obviously bought into the, the EV revolution hard enough that they thought it was important that their company promote um, EV adoption. Right. Now, to be fair, here in America, we have uh, renewable energy credits. I don't know if there's a system like that over there mm-hmm. that, that maybe there was some financial benefit or maybe it was just they've adopted their philosophy. I mean, I could see IKEA providing free charging. Uh, but here's the thing. You know, uh, Brent, you, you said it last episode, and I'll say it this episode, there's no free lunch. No. So, uh, so I'm actually going to let Brent speak here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> how, how involved... Because we know that the, the we've just spent I forget how many billions of dollars infrastructure bill that is promoting installing um, charging infrastructure yeah uh, and in order to promote EV adoption um, how how important is it that the government does that or or again should private companies be be doing this yeah so well. So we used one kind of good example, and I'll kind of circle back around to it eventually with what I'm going to say, but we used the toll roads as a pretty good example of a pretty good idea somebody had at one point to pay for a road in which the whole country is not taxed for the road because it's in Kentucky, for instance, and only people in Kentucky for the most part are going to, well, they're going to use it more than somebody in Wyoming, for instance. So they say, we'll build a road and we'll pay for it by putting a toll booth on it. And you see this in Florida everywhere because every time I go down in the Disney area, I get a bill. Yeah. Because everything's technology has advanced to the point where they just take a picture of your license plate, run it, and they send a bill to your address. So the government in big lifts, I'm a firm believer in. But you know, um, just as a sidetrack, because we've got to have several of those. Yeah. Um, Well, that's, yeah. The, That's what you get when you have two guys talking. Yeah. Uh, the new bridge that crosses from Louisville into uh, Jefferson, uh-huh. Indiana. Yeah. Jefferson. Probably. Um, you know, it's it's a toll bridge Is now it? that uh, they, they just send you a bill. Right. Yeah. Well, that's handy because you do, it does keep the flow of traffic and, going. And, and uh you know, it's it's nice, but that's forced everybody else over to the bridge that's not the toll bridge. Yeah. Well, here's my thing, and this is just the way my brain works. Every time I go to Florida down there, I kind of like hope in some way they won't get the proper information off my vehicle somehow, and then I don't get a bill, but they get it every time. Hmm. So, Well, you know, Colorado— It they, works fantastic. They don't miss out on a penny, I don't think. Colorado has, like, express lanes mm-hmm. that— uh, if you cross over there and you don't have the right path, mm-hmm. that, that they will tag you for that. Of course, every time I've been out there, it's been in a rental car. Oh yeah. Um, well, that's that's a good point. I wonder. I wonder how they. I don't know. They do that. The rental car. Yeah. Builds that in. Right. Is 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 it part of it or? Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a percentage of license plates that they miss, even if it's functioning appropriately, I, I've got to think. And they probably bill that into the rate of the toll, like 10% of the cars that come through, we're going to miss them. So we need to increase the price of the ones we do. Well, you know, uh, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, this is another side story. I was going up to Cincinnati 
mm-hmm. uh, I guess a week ago Saturday yeah. with one of my friends, and um, we were going to run a half marathon. Yeah, and uh, we were we were cutting it close to the end of the expo and the packet pickup and all that stuff. Yeah, um, got to Richmond and I was in my son's Jeep because mm-hmm. we still haven't. My wife's still driving right. my EV and um, started developing a, a miss. Mm-hmm. And uh, we stopped, went to an auto store, and they said, "Oh yeah, the cylinder uh, got a misfire on mm-hmm. uh, on cylinder six. And I was just like, didn't offer any other help than that. And of course, there was nothing to do. Yeah, we're sitting here. Well, we didn't have time to drive an hour home, right? You know, and then get back up the road and make the expo. So yeah. we're trying to figure out what to do, mm-hmm. and uh, wound up renting a car. Really? Yeah, we got to Enterprise like five minutes before they closed, <laughs> and uh, of course we were yeah. Know, let 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 us have whatever you got, you know, and yeah. and uh, it was quite expensive. Well, I'm sure. I I am going to go against myself here. We had a Chevy Traverse, and it was, <laughs> it was very nice. It, yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. Um. So, fit and finish is nice. They yeah. just don't know how to build a motor. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we got up and. And did the entire thing, mm-hmm. and uh, since then, of course, I've replaced spark plugs and yeah. coils and fuel yeah. injectors, and runs like a top now. Right. Um, but um, you know, talking about the the rental car, for some odd reason, Richmond, Kentucky, ninety percent of the cars on the lot mm-hmm. had Maryland plates. Mm. Not sure why. That's strange. Haven't figured that out. Right. Um, but then. Um, it had a a box mounted to the windshield. Talking to get back to toll roads, saying yeah. full circle there. Yeah, that was obviously some sort of you know mm-hmm. RFID type mm-hmm. of yeah. of reader yeah. for some toll system. So yeah. I don't know if it was in Baltimore or right. You know, but anyway, it's just I f- I find it interesting. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, well, so, like I so said, it works well. I get I get a bill. Every time I go down there, which is not a lot, but the times I've went. Um, Boy, that was a big digression. <laughs> All right. You got to have those, though. I'm sorry. When we had a lot of digressions in the other. Did we? Uh, yeah, we did. Well, three or four anyway. Yeah. Um, like I said, we, we should make that available for like. For sure. For a dollar. Yeah. You know, send us a dollar and we will we will let you download. You can listen, listen to, to our to real stupidity when we, because we do go off on like. Really deep and odd tangents sometimes, but that's just part of the conversation, I think. Um, and and look at the value. Yeah. If you look at it, that would be $2 an hour because yeah. it was about a 33, 34-minute yeah. episode. So, yeah. I mean, that's bargains. So yeah, it's a dollar. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is I'm a big believer in big lifts that you do have to come together, which is the government. The, the way they do it most of the time in the United States is it's like um, it, there's a sunset on everything is what you'll hear it referred to in the political realm. Mm-hmm. They sunset everything because free is is not feasible. And, you know, you've got to get to a point where you kind of have to wean everybody off on free, but you got to get them to buy in. And, right. and it doesn't. So right now the big push and I, it's just not enough, probably. We've had this conversation. Um, if I have to buy an $80,000 electric vehicle and they're only going to give me $7,500 back 
the next year through my taxes, mm-hmm. it's still too expensive. Right. For for the average salary where we're from, for a family of four, this is why the cost of living is so cheap, is around $45,000. That's for a family of four. That means two pe- people are working. Yeah, that's, that's the that's, average. That's crazy. So no way is somebody going to bite the bullet even if they get 7500 back, you know, on a $70,000 vehicle. Right. And this, this feeds into, you know, EVs being, you know, for the affluent. Exactly. And but but my thing is, that's the way everything starts out. I had this conversation with my family. I've kind of tiptoed around because they like to go into the political side of it and yeah. not, let's just look at the facts. Well, you know, we, we are apolitical. Very much so, uh, yes. Yes, yes. We, we have no opinions. No, and I'm, I'm very much, as bad as it sounds, except when it comes to bourbon. Yeah. I'm very, uh, I'm not brand loyal very very much either because yeah. i figure if companies make it to a certain size they do a good job with their product the difference is sometimes you get one that's just bad yeah you know what i mean right like i had a bad chevrolet one time but i also had a bad Ford. <laughs> yeah me too you know you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like it's enough to get you it, it, it's always enough to get me mad enough to be like well i'm not buying those ever again and what that means is is i won't buy one in like five or six years maybe right you know to that traverses nice. <laughs> right, but seven passenger seating. Yeah, had it had plenty of power. Well, that, I, the best Chevrolet that we ever had was an Envoy. The worst Chevrolet we ever had was an Acadia. Yeah, well, and that's GMC. Both of them were GMC, but that's that's, che- that's Chevy. Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the last Chevy I had before this. Cruise was uh, my wife had a Beretta when I married her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Yeah, they were pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, the they make a pretty car. They do. I mean, and that's where I start when I'm vehicle shopping, and that's what'll happen when I go to pull the trigger on an EV. Is it will have to have eye appeal more than anything, and then when I get in it, we'll figure out how serious I want to get about it. Yeah, but. But anyway, again, get back to But again, the government here, what they will do is they 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 give you a rebate basically in most of the big lifts that they do whenever they want to directly affect the consumer. Now we're not talking about infrastructure or anything like that. That's just purely that's in the taxes we pay. And right. you know, at some point they they may increase. Well, it's a, it's interesting that you say that because obviously the infrastructure bill is the the big thing right now right still trying to figure out yes all the working parts of that right but most of it is um people getting grants to do things Uh, well but but here's the here's how that plays out everybody's like well first of all the first things and and this is kind of getting off topic but if it feels right for the article because we were trying to figure out how involved the government should be it's like everybody's like, well, when you give away, which is what you would say, billions and trillions of dollars in order to develop infrastructure, you say, well, who's going to pay for that? Well, we are. Well, one of the things that's created when you do this is more jobs. That's and true. everybody that works, what happens? You get taxed and you pay taxes. So whenever you create jobs with government money, the government's bet is it's coming back to us because it's a new job, a new person we can tax. Well, the government needs to be making jobs right now because, I mean... You know, yeah. We've, we've not only is has inflation creeped up, right? It didn't creep; it skyrocketed. Yeah, it did for but, sure. Uh, but you know, there's not that 
that much job creation the jobs that are created yeah. have been lower level jobs right so i can see you know the government does have to have a hand in it like yeah. you said big lifts right um and then i guess are the mandates really part of the big lift or it it's a chicken and an egg scenario yeah right because people are not going to adopt evs because the infrastructure is not here right but right now People can't see paying for the infrastructure yep. because they can't buy a gallon of milk. Exactly. It's, you know, not seven or eight bucks. Yes. When a gallon of milk used to be three bucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're, we're getting prosperity on, on the cars. There, mm-hmm. I mean, right now I can buy an electric Mini, which, side note, yeah, saw my first electric Did Mini you? in Cincinnati two weeks ago. So yeah. that, that was... Was it sharp? Oh, man. Was it? Gosh. I, I miss I miss my mini. I've I've had dreams this week about my mini. Yeah. I mean that's that's how. Yeah. That's the heart wants what the heart wants. That's just how it goes. Um, but anyway, um, boy, I say, but anyway, a lot. <laughs> but that's because I digress a lot. <laughs> the the point I think I want to make is that you know, there there's got to be a fine line. Yeah. Because. Um, these tax credits, you and I are paying for them, mm-hmm. whether we benefit from them or not. Right. Um, if we do benefit from them and we get a tax credit, then that's direct. Yeah. But then on the other hand, the entire American economy, if we're creating jobs, mm-hmm. benefits as a whole. Yeah. Uh, if they could only use that job creation to keep our taxes low instead of just continuing right. to raise taxes and spend it on stuff right. that we don't need mm-hmm. or funding things that we shouldn't have part in. Right. Uh, but that's a digression in itself. It's a deep one, too. It's a deep one. <laughs> uh, but the I, th- I think it's important for the government to be involved. Um, so what about these uh, these private companies? This would be, and I think that um, right now, I don't know of, uh, other than maybe some level two charging, um, there's not a whole lot of free charging. No, not um, here. That Well, there is here. I know where a free charger is right now that you can use, and it's at Don Franklin. Right, and there's one behind behind Nissan. Is there? Um, but there again, it's level two. Uh, which is better than nothing. Well, see, I live walking distance to both of those dealerships. Right. So it's it would be very so, handy so, for me. So you could charge there. I could charge and go home. Well, well ne- ne- next time I, I come visit you, I'll, you I'll just park at uh, there you Nissan dealership. Yeah. And, um, but I know that uh, Evolve Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, they have been instrumental in getting some level two uh, – Clipper Creeks, which yeah. they're just dumb boxes that, that plug in. There's, yep. there's nothing special about them other than that uh, they're there. They've they've been heavily involved in getting some mm-hmm. of those across the state. Yeah. Um, but if you go to uh, some of the hotels, have free chargers. I yep. know that uh, in Louisville, next to the KEC, uh, you know they're in that little yep. industrial roundabout mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. Uh, last time I was up there, I went for a jog, and there's a, a hotel across the road. I think it might have been the Hampton Inn. Mm-hmm. They had like six or eight Clipper Creeks and then two yeah. Tesla Chargers, yeah. which 
in my mind should have been flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't see any pay for that. But then this comes back to who's paying for it. Yeah. Did they raise the price of the room to offset the new electric yeah. uh, bill and, and the demand that they're paying? Yeah. Did this grocery store in England, did they raise prices? Mm-hmm. And I guess the, the point is anytime something is free, it's not free. No. Because someone is subsidizing that in some way. Yeah. So do do we really want free charging or do we want people to pay their fair share? Right. Now, as a co-op, we know that uh, that the whole one of the co-op principles is that everyone pays for what they use. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the there's seven basic co-op principles and I yep. I without looking at the tattoo I've got yeah, there are seven. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they are exactly, yeah. but yeah. But everyone is supposed to pay for what they use. Right. Um, and we know, even in our system, that that's not exactly right. Yeah. We we, we are revenue neutral, but I don't think that um, just to, as rates increase, mm-hmm. I think I think they're subsidized, and then they level out, and then they subsidize. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't prove that. I just right. think that's, that's my own, own thoughts on it. But... Everybody is subsidizing everybody else. Yeah. Now the question is, is that the way does it need to be? Or do we say, well, if you're going to use this charger, this is what you need to pay. Like on our system, the charge points, it's pay for play. Yeah. You know? Well, so c- corporations that are profit driven are going to figure out the price point. Right. Even if they have to uh, start out at a price point that they're not comfortable with. In other words, it's it doesn't give them the profit margin that they're used to. Um, they're going to get to that point. Uh, and they also take advantage of every opportunity that the government gives them to offset that risk they take off initially, which right. is really what we're talking about, right? Like... To start a company like Apple, all right, yes, it's true. You can start a business in your garage, but at some point you're going to get to this point where you can't you you have no cash flow, and the only way to rectify that is to borrow money. So that's how companies get so big. They end up having good people in positions that can um, talk banks into giving them money because their idea is good. And so what we're talking about when we're talking about electric vehicles, that person that needs to be gone to is the government. And that's kind of, it's really what, it's why we have electricity in rural America. And I, and I think this is the, the reason that things get political, too. That, well, but then you have states that are trying to mandate no gasoline engines. Right. Okay, so that is, that's going to get everybody's backs up, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, it's They're not going to want to buy in because that's the only thing they see. We don't like mandates. Right. Um, but, okay. So, um, we know this infrastructure bill, and it, from last year, or 2021, a trillion dollars. Right. Okay, I think that's a price tag on it. Which, seven and a half billion is for 
infrastructure, mm -hmm. uh, public infrastructure. Right. Now, I know that we've been approached by a company mm -hmm. wanting to sell us chargers and help us get them installed and to get a government grant to pay for mm -hmm. a percent of it. Right. Okay. Um, which I told them that we're, as a collective, uh, East Kentucky Power, who is our generation and transmission, makes mm -hmm. our electricity for us, they are made up of 16 co-ops, right. just the way we are. Yeah. And uh, so as a group of 16, with East Kentucky actually making, I guess, the 17th, mm -hmm. we're looking at not only the tr trillion dollars or the what little part of the seven and a half billion that we could get. We're also looking to Volkswagen settlement. We're doing what makes sense as a system-wide 16 yeah. group as opposed to each individual. Right. And I tried to explain that to the guy and he, he got it, mm -hmm. you know, I got them some introductions with, uh, actually I tried to set up some introductions, but they were already the, the evolved guy. Uh, no, this was, uh, I forget the name of the company. Uh oh, but, I see. Yeah, the one that was wanting to sell us the chargers. Yeah. Yeah, which was, which was really cool. It was a neat concept. Um, they charged off peak to battery uh, at a level two draw. Mm -hmm. Didn't have to be three phase, it was mm -hmm. single phase, mm -hmm. but they would charge up batteries. And when you came up to them, they would deliver yeah. DC fast charge level, yep. not, not, you know, 350. Yeah. But like, uh, I think maybe 75 kW was yeah. what they could d deliver. Yeah. And they were basically discharging the batteries into, and then they would charge the battery back up next week. So it's a, it's a neat concept. It's very nice, very simple, very graceful looking. You yeah. Know, but, yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So in England, we're, we're losing back, back across the pond. Yes. We're losing uh, about 2,500 free chargers mm -hmm. okay um that is 2500 out of uh i think i read somewhere that there was maybe in that same article that there was uh was 41,000 chargers in the uk which uh makes up what scotland yeah. Wales, yeah britain and right you know it's it's all one big landmass with ireland off the coast right and you know irish <laughs> We're not going to get into that. They, right. don't, they don't want to be part of that. Yeah. Um, but that being said, there is, um, you know, 41,000 chargers. Yeah. So we're losing 2,500. That's not a large percentage. But apparently, you know, 5,000 out of 41,000, that's almost, uh, you know, that's almost one in 10. Mm-hmm. Of uh, right, we're furry. That that we're furry. Right. Uh, that's. I mean, but that's... that concept doesn't make sense to me. Also, because if I'm paying, let's say they pay over there an average of eight dollars a gallon of gasoline, mm -hmm. and you're telling me I don't know what their electric rates are over there, but they're probably not that high. You know, it, right. so it doesn't have to be free if I'm getting away. You know, where it removes it or makes it go all the way down to what would be like a dollar a gallon. Right, right. I'm saving seven bucks. Right. You and know what I'm saying? So right. that might as well be free to me if I'm saving seven dollars. Well, I mean, right now we're at, uh, you know, three dollar, three and a quarter gasoline, depending on mm -hmm. where you are. Yep. Um, 
yeah, I use my Kroger points and I get it down to two seventy five. I thought I've won the lottery. Yeah, exactly. But but you were telling me it takes like uh, you saw a difference in your electric bill at your house is like thirty dollars. Yeah. So if that's thirty dollars, let's just say there's thirty uh, thirty days in every month. That's a dollar a day. It's a dollar a day. Well, you, I probably would spend close to two hundred dollars a month traveling in my truck. Mm-hmm. So thirty. When you take that from two hundred, that's one one seventy. I'm saving one hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, but 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 now you're you're asking us to do math. <laughs> you know, we don't make decisions based on right logic and numbers. Right we we we've got to make it based but, on emotion. But it's like yeah, but it's like companies, governments, all that. You think they would see like we don't have to make this free, you right. know? Right, and I mean, but there again, you're you're subsidizing <laughs> because yeah. Uh, and okay, not only is it being subsidized, if we did it for for profit, like uh, yeah, Electrify America, part right. of the the Volkswagen settlement was that they set up a company mm-hmm. to make money, yeah, to put in the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So they they had yeah, big out front cost. Um, you know, eventually they're going to yeah get all that money back and then some yeah and see the difference is this goes back to the red leg loans that co-ops have access to mm-hmm. um from a company standpoint you want the lowest interest rate loan that you can get your hands on because exactly. you're going to have to borrow the money to do anything like that let's say you're a private company and you, and you want nothing to do with the government we did but, talk about red leg last, yeah, last time didn't we right you want nothing to do with the government whatsoever you want to start your own company you want to use your own money and if you can't use your money you want to borrow it from a bank well i guarantee when you go to the bank and the interest rate is 8% right. on a 30 million dollar loan which it wouldn't be but let's pretend it is but you can go to the government and get that same 30 million dollars for 0% a smart businessman's not going to go to the bank right and that's going to the government but that's that's not like it's still benefiting everybody. The government gets paid back. You're creating and you, jobs, hopefully. You created jobs, and you're, you're, you have a no-interest loan, yeah. which gives you maximum profitability on whatever product. So you don't even have to factor in the borrowing of the money. It's free money. Right. And there's no, there, like, again, no private company goes from the garage to uh, $100 million in revenue in a year Without right. loans. Right, or they do it very, very slowly. Well, I, yeah. I'd like to see the company that does that very slowly. Dave Ramsey would argue with I'm you. sure he would. Yeah. I'm sure Dave would. Yep. Uh, but anyway, all right, so 41,000 chargers in the U.K. They're right. losing 2,000, uh, 2,500. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a significant it is. drop. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's less than – or it, it's – more than point something percent. It right? just it just sounds to me like before you go into that that the supermarket said the amount of new customers that we're going to draw in because let's say supermarket A doesn't have charging and and we do. Yeah. They're all going to come to us and so that's going to negate the free electricity. Well, you see now that that's a interesting point. So uh businesses that are thinking long term maybe they need to be mm-hmm. installing infrastructure maybe they can take mm-hmm. part of this this trillion dollar yeah uh well this it's actually seven and a half billion i wonder what the rest of it's going 
I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it, it's. I've been. I've sat in on some of the grant opportunities, and basically there are piles of money that are out there for just good ideas. You know what I'm saying? It's like, give us all the good ideas, and then we'll see if you deserve any of the money, you know, and how risky they are and stuff like that. But, you know, to me, the big companies do have to step up some, like Walmart and Meyer and Costco and all the ones that are in our area. You know, they got to share a bigger portion of the risk because they can afford to do it. Yeah, well. We're not going to ask EC Porter to put in EV chargers, I don't think. That's a local grocery no, store here. No. But you know? I, I still don't, uh, and I'm going to come back at you with this. Um, I don't like that. They should do it because they can afford it. You don't like that? I don't like that. Okay. Hey, I, I, I got I you. I mean, you know, whether they, they can afford it or not, mm. it's, uh, of course, it's social credit. I mean, that's... True. Uh, you know. But um, but it's... but So maybe I'm looking at it from did, the wrong perspective. Did, did Tesco and the UK do this for the for, social credit? Well, it didn't work. Well, it... Not like they wanted it they're, to. They're, they're having to back off. Right. But but what I would say is this this, guy, this can go so many different ways. That's why we have a pro- progressive tax system, though, in the United States. What right. do we say? Somebody that's making $50,000 should not pay the same amount as somebody who makes $5 million. You say, but here, here's my thing, and this is me, and this, this I'm signal flagging. <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe that uh, I, I drive an EV. I think that there should be a 10 or 15% tax across right. the board. So a flat tax. A flat tax. Yeah. I, I, because if you don't make anything, you don't pay anything. Right. If you make a hundred bucks, you pay fifteen. Right. If you make a hundred thousand bucks, you pay fifteen thousand bucks. Right. If you make a hundred million bucks, mm-hmm. you pay fifteen million. Bucks. Yeah. And there's there's lots of uh, books that have been written on that subject. We would have more money than Dubai. <laughs> it'd be a lot of money. Yeah, it'd be a lot of money. Probably. Well, and and Kentucky's kind of moving in that direction. They're going to try to get rid of the income tax. Well, they. And they need to because they're, they're I mean, slowly doing that. Uh, and this, okay, I'm I'm about to go political. This is why we should have a flat tax, right? Because you and me, we get taxed somewhere thirty, forty percent. Mm-hmm. We've got decent jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so a third of our money, yeah, goes to the government, right? Okay, but then when I go buy something yep. with the sixty six percent that I have left, right, I've got to pay a tax on that. Mm-hmm. And then, depending on what I bought, yeah, because I own it, I've got to pay a tax on that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, by the time you get it all in, yeah, we're paying fifty, sixty percent, yeah, tax, and we've got some people that are infinitely better off than we are mm-hmm. that are. Not paying nearly that, right? And and I'm not saying tax the rich. I'm I'm just saying let's everybody come back to the co-op principles. Let's everybody pay our fair share, right? And and you know, so people that 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 are working minimum wage jobs, you know, yeah. Instead of not taxing them, mm-hmm. you know, which we can get on to minimum wage and just. It's all that slippery, slippery slope. But if we had a flat tax, then it's just. But after that, you don't get no more. Yeah, yeah. You know? the, the well, and there and was so, still there would still be plenty. So you're gonna see get like rid of the loopholes. Yeah, you're, well, that's but again, that's not that will never happen because 
somebody told me this one time, and it's exactly the truth. The in the United States, the IRS is really the the power arm of the government. They have no power outside of that, because you can vote them in and out. So what they do is is they create loopholes on purpose. So everybody thinks, well, why didn't they think this through? Well, they did, but they're they're leaving an opening for somebody somehow to take advantage of that. And so that's and the, the power. person that takes advantage of that is, a, you, is gen- going to be a donor towards some g- campaign. G- generally, yeah. yeah so, so, but but that's how but that's how that that works. That's so corrupt. That right. And, well, we knew that. But there's that's the that is um, a point on the side of the flat tax, which is what you're talking about, w- yeah. which would eliminate all that. So then, then the government, you know, yeah. doesn't have nearly the power that they do. Uh, well, the government in my opinion, should not be the largest provider of jobs on the face of the planet. No, yeah. No. No. And we, we should be in an environment where we encourage businesses to grow. Yeah. And, you know, so there I am. I'm an EV-driving <laughs> capitalist that believes in flat tax. Well, no. I mean, I think everybody, I think everybody again, there's fine lines, you know, like there's – um. What what I like is I believe in being ethical above everything else. So. Right, but but I believe kind of that with all this stuff, which is what you're seeing to an extent, is is human beings over the course of history have learned predominantly by trial and error. Yep. And what we don't see a lot of times is that take place. And a good example is because we didn't have time, COVID and people's you know lives are at risk. You would want like a small sample size to see how something worked. So if you were going to close down or wear masks or whatever to see if that actually worked, but you didn't have time in in that situation. But more testing leads to better outcomes because you know what's going to happen. If it happens in a size of 50 and you extrapolate that out to 5 million, it should hold true for the 5 million. So if you're going to do a flat tax, you would think if that was a really a good thing, you would think there would be a state already doing that now. They're trying, like Tennessee, for instance, they don't have uh, income tax. Yeah. No. But you'll pay close to yes. 10% on. Everything. And that's to, they capture more money because of tourism dollars. Right. Which, which we're not taxed in Kentucky on groceries. Is that right? Yeah. But we're taxed on everything else. But I'm pretty sure that Tennessee either taxes their groceries or maybe it's not the 9% that they have on yep. everything else. Yeah. But I mean, you can't, you can't wipe your butt without having to pay tax on it. Well, the reason I like, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. I, the reason, one reason I kind of like that is because if I went to buy a motorcycle, for instance, which is a luxury purchase. Right. And the, I look at the state and that state's tax is 12% and I'm going to have to, I just wouldn't buy the motorcycle. Right. If I if it bothered me that bad. Right. If I was like, well, that's ridiculous. This motorcycle is six hundred dollars, but I'm going to have to pay an extra twelve percent. I'm not. I'm just not going to buy it. Right. And, and so that puts the power in in my hands, as opposed to it being, you know, six percent coming out of my check every week. Well, that's uh, yeah. I, I get <laughs> what you're saying. You you have power of choice in that situation. Yeah. So I, I kind of like but, that idea. But here's the thing. If you go buy a motorcycle today, if you go out to Harley shop and you buy a bike today, mm-hmm. you're going to be charged 6% sales tax. Right. And then you're going to be charged every year to license it. Yep. You're going to be uh, charged or fined if you don't have insurance on it, which mm-hmm. is, that's fine. Insurance is necessary. Yep. Um, 
you're also and yeah, we'll get off on the insurance some other time. <laughs> uh, yeah, they yeah they're they're eager to take your money, but they sure don't want to. No, you don't get it back ever. Uh, and that could be why their building is bigger than my house. Mm. You know? mm. um, got paid for that anyway. Um, I'm I just I don't think that it's but but because you you shouldn't have to pay more than the income tax. I mean, yeah. Uh, and so so here's where you and I differ, and I can see it very plainly now. I can I can make an argument. Man, this pro- is, this is a much dim- different conversation than we had. Yeah, yeah. Pro- I can see. I can give you my side of the argument that would make it. Uh, you be, you wouldn't change your mind, but you will definitely see what I'm talking about. The way the United States has been doing things mm-hmm. has gotten us to where we are. And when you measure that to all of the countries and all the other ways that things are done, they're behind us from a, from a standpoint in just pure wealth. Valid. Valid. So, but so, also so, on us. but that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that it cannot be an approved upon and adjusted uh, way of doing things. And, and that sh- should always be in the back of everybody's mind. Right. Is this actually the best way? Because I don't know that dumping $1 trillion in infrastructure spending is, is the best way to get us to where we need to be from an EV standpoint. Right. I, I don't know that. Um, <laughs> it's yet to be seen, really. It's to, yeah. And it's a scary prospect, kind of. Yeah, well, because what did you say, seven and a half billion? I can almost guarantee you that's not that's not near enough money. Oh no, to get it no. where we need it to be. All right, guys, we are going to break the episode up here, and we will continue this discussion next week. Have a great week.